use his words, the writer has to take these most known things and put them together in such a way that a reader says, I never thought of it that way before. My mother's boyfriend raped me. I was seven. So I stopped speaking for five years. In those five years, I read every book in the black school library. When I decided to speak, I had a lot to say. Maya was a dancer. She sang, she was an actress. I mean, she was a beautiful Giacometti sculpture. Of course, she was a writer. When I reached for the pen to write, I have to scrape it across those scars. Maya was responsible for teaching me why I should know more about my roots, but I remember her being very angry. Very angry. My mother taught me a love of justice, a love of doing what's right. I know why the cage bird sings. It was a very important literary feat. Cage Bird was really uh, almost another Bible for me. It was the opening for me to want to be a writer. It was the first time I read something that resonated. It touched a very young girlish part of me. It reflected uh, my own mother's life. When I read it, I couldn't believe that she was free enough to talk about them. I read those words and thought, somebody knows who I am. She was big, and she had the voice of God. Out of the hut of history's shame, I rise. Up from a past rooted in pain, I rise. I'm a black ocean leaping and wide, welling and swelling. I bear in the tide, bringing the gifts that my ancestors gave. I am the hope and the dream of the slave, and so I rise, I rise, I rise. Happy birthday, Dr. Maya Angelou. Dr. Maya Angelou was born on April 4th, 1928. And sadly, on her 40th birthday, in 1968, her good friend, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., was assassinated on her 40th birthday. She never forgot that. And so she used that as a moment to educate people on the real side of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., which was his humor, to, to humanize him as, as someone who was not perfect. But he was funny. The same with Malcolm X, whom she also knew, who was also slain at age 39. <sighs> Marguerite Ann Johnson, born on April 4th, 1928, in St. Louis, Missouri. Uh, she died on May 28th, 2014, at the age of 86. Okay, She would be 95 now. 95 years old. Um... She died in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Famously wrote, I know why the cage bird sings, but had done so much leading up to that moment, up to that publication. 
And um, that clip that I played for you is from a 2017 documentary called My Angelo and I Still I Rise from American Masters of PBS. That's why I love PBS is to bring attention to the amazingness um, of uh, Dr. Martin, Martin Luther King Jr. Uh, my Angelo, I'm sorry. I'm so tired right now. <laughs> she would want me to pay tribute to him too. And Malcolm X. That that was the thing is that she was friends with both of them. <laughs> okay? And for her to say, you know, um, uh, you know, people say accuse her of being nonviolent, then she'll go work for uh, Malcolm X again. She talked about that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> she was also, and this is a, a podcast, the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast, she was also an actor. Okay? She was also a film director. She was also a musician. She had done this beautiful rap with um, Ashford and Simpson um, in the 90s, I believe. And then she also wrote famously um, On Pulse of Morning, for which she also won a Grammy, uh, for the inauguration of Bill Clinton, the first baby boomer president. I was thinking about this the other night. I love the film How to Make an American Quilt. And it's all these different interweaving stories uh, with Winona Ryder and Ellen Burstyn and Anne Bancroft and Maya Angelou and um, Alfre Wooder. And there's, I mean, it, it, is a, it is a bevy of actresses within this film. But there's a really great moment between Maya Angelou and Winona Ryder's character about the different generations, about love, about full moons. This, you know, and I love full moons. <laughs> but Dr. Maya, Aunt Mar, uh, Maya Angelou's character, well, I'll, I'll, I'll let her tell you herself. Look at that. I never liked full they give people an excuse to do foolish things. I'm young. I'm supposed to do foolish things. And spend the rest of your life paying for them? Well, it's better than spending the rest of my life wondering what I missed. I'd rather wonder than kick myself. Well, I'd rather kick myself. You will end up with a deeply sore backside. Isn't that amazing? How <laughs> that, the two different generations and their perception of a full moon. <laughs> and I've heard that before. I've heard that before. 25 years ago, Maya Angelou released the only film I believe she ever directed. I could be wrong. And that was Down in the Delta. Down in the Delta was... the the. I remember watching it. The fact that she directed a film, okay? She was this very famous poet. She was this dancer. She was this actress. She, you know... Um... Yeah. I also want to give a shout out to George Strombolopoulos who in 2011 was it a 2011 or 13 
are we 2013 interviewed Maya Angelou I believe it was her last interview and such a profound interview and I've talked to Strombo before and to watch him interview her because she she had such love for him and to talk and to sing and to talk about all of these great people that she knew and then in the next generation that was her legacy is that she wanted all of us to succeed as people to come together I she was always about bringing everyone to the table I also profoundly loved how she talked about she did not in, allow any racial pejoratives or sexual pejoratives or gender pejoratives in her home if people you know someone said a very sexist comment or a racist comment she would ask them to leave because she said she did not want that in her home she did not want that in her rice when she's cooking and and that she wanted her home to be a healing home okay she was also very famously in the film poetic justice with tupac and janet jackson (laughs) and people often asked her about Tupac and Janet Jackson. <laughs> she was in Medea's family reunion. She was in Phenomenal Woman, a short. Happily Ever After, Fairy Tales for Every Child, Sesame Street, Elmo Saves Christmas. I mean, I, I could go on. She was in Roots, Porgy and Bess. She was an uncredited dancer. Calypso Heatwave. She was in that in 1957. Now, as a director, and, and mind you, she did... How many films did she do? Okay, she did a TV series called Visions in 1976. And then she did Down in the Delta 25 years ago. You've got... I mean, in terms of the cast, Alfre Wooder, Al Freeman Jr., Mary Alice, Esther Roll, Loretta Devine, Wesley Snipes, um, Amory Johnson, Justin Lord, Richard Yearwood... Um, just a whole bevy of, of actors and actresses coming together and doing this film with Dr. Maya Angelou. I always just adored, I, I loved her poetry because it was honest, it was true. And what she was trying to say about her life through poetry and through this, these images that she painted as a, as a writer and as an actress and it was truly profound but for me I love the stories where she's talking about Malcolm X and Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. and these people that she walked with in life and that really that really intrigued me is that she was fully aware of her place in history as a person, as an artist. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's in the documentary. Even her son, the late Guy Johnson, um, talked about meeting Malcolm X and having to share chicken with him because her mother very rarely made chickens very or was it boiled them oh this is the this is a clip from the 2017 documentary when malcolm x came to ghana the african-americans who were there we gathered around him like his children 
And he liked me, and we liked each other. I met Malcolm X at my mother's house in Ghana. My mother went out and bought about six chickens, and she rarely fried chicken. And I was almost sorry to meet Malcolm X because the chicken was so good and I had to share it with him. But the thing about Malcolm is, for a person of his stature, for me to ask a question and for him to think about it and then come back with an answer. I captured my heart and his answers were so phenomenal. We wanted to meet so he could tell us what was going on in the States and what his plans were. So that is a clip from um, Until I Rise and it's exploring the strong friendship between Maya Angelou and Dr. Or, or Malcolm X and um, here's another take. Know about Malcolm X. About Malcolm X? Mm-hmm. That perhaps they don't know that you have a particular perspective on. Well, this is going to sound strange and maybe even frivolous, but it isn't. They should know he had an incredible sense of humor. They should know that about Martin, too. Martin King had an incredible sense of humor. One of the things some historians do, and one of the mistakes made, is the historian and social historian in particular, oftentimes recreate the man or woman as larger than life, which puts the person beyond the reach of a young person. So, if Malcolm and Martin and Abraham Lincoln and Kennedy, if Dr. Du Bois and Mary McLeod Bethune are beyond their reach, then they say, well, there's nothing I can do. Those people were bigger than life. I'm just myself. I was born in Boston. I'm just myself. I was born in Kansas City. What can I do? So the wisest thing is to make the people accessible. Show their wiles and their wits and their warts. Show them. So a person can say, you know, given the same circumstance, I think I'd have done that too. I'd like to think I could have done that. So what I, uh, both men, I knew Malcolm much better than Dr. King. But Malcolm was a faithful man, great loving person who really loved black people. And then one of the most courageous persons I've ever known. Courage is the most important of all the virtues because without courage, you can't practice any other virtue consistently. You can't be consistently kind, consistently fair, merciful, just, loving. You cannot. Malcolm, having said that all whites were blue-eyed devils, all this whites are them. He went to Mecca, and he came to West Africa, 
And he said, I have met white-skinned, blue-eyed men who I've openly called brother. I was wrong. Now, it takes a great deal of courage to say that. Even when the person feels that they were wrong. I see this today. People who don't believe what they say, but because they have the habit of saying it and are known as saying it, they're afraid to say, listen, everybody, you remember what I said last week? I don't believe that. So among other things, his courage and his exquisite sense of humor, young people should be reading. Read the books. Read the books. And she's right. Read the books, but also watch the films. Listen to the music. She did a lot of spoken word. Ah, Dr. Maya Angelou. I mean, her poems, uh, that's the thing, I love poets. You know, I talked about Ferlinghetti. I've talked about, um, I think I've talked about Jack Jack Kerouac on here and um, all the beat poets and William S. Burroughs. But Dr. Maya Angelou, this is when I was a teenager. I, I I wasn't reading Kerouac. I wasn't fully aware of the beats until later. Or Ferlinghetti. And here was Dr. Maya Angelou, and it's like, whoa, I know why the cage bridge sings, and um, phenomenal, phenomenal woman, which is such a great poem. And um, and still I rise. I mean, her poems. She knew Billie Holiday. She knew all of, you know, um, very important African American icons, and icons that went beyond the spectrum. And people that we wouldn't consider icons that she, you know, she helped to rise up as people. So, yeah, and and I love her message though. She wanted everyone to be at the table. Everybody didn't matter. And um, I, this is Dr. Angelo talking about film for the American Institute. At one time, I was on the board of the American Film Institute. I'm so proud and so grateful for what it continues to do to recognize the older actors who, in some cases, have gone into the next experience. Uh, I'm just proud that you haven't forgotten. It's very important that important institutions do not forget. And the American Film Institute has a wonderful memory. So that's Dr. Maya Angelou talking about the American Film Institute. Um, yeah, very, very profound. Um, I mean, I could listen to her forever. I have no help. I've had rainbows in my clouds. And the thing to do, it seems to me, is to prepare yourself so that you can be a rainbow in somebody else's cloud. Be a blessing to somebody. That's what I think. And that was um, part of OWN and Oprah. These um, moments where she would have people talk about life and that's what Dr. Maya Angelou did and um, 
Keep in mind, she was a poet. She was a filmmaker. She was an artist. She was a woman. She was a mother. She was a wife. She was a sister. She was a revolutionary. She was a human being. She was part of the human experience. Everything and everyone within this pantheon of the world and the world of art. First and foremost, she was an artist. She had dabbled in so many different artistic endeavors. That that really says something about someone is when you're able to just go from each thing and and still delight others with your talent which she, you know she was a writer and she was a singer and she was an actress and she was a dancer and as i said and she was a, a historian and she was also an activist first and foremost a very important activist and i loved how she would always bring things into the light in terms of like her saying she did an interview years ago and she talked about how there were no black people on Jeopardy. She hadn't seen any in, in a while. And then all of a sudden, because <laughs> she wanted everyone to be at the table. It wasn't just so much, you know, put, put someone who is African-American on. She wanted everybody, Chinese, Hispanic, gay, straight, trans, bi. You know, she wanted everybody at the table everybody because for her love liberated and as an artist you could see that whether it's through her films through her acting through her spoken word through her her written text dr my angelo is a true icon i mean even even in life usually icon that is reserved for people when they're gone she was an icon in life and continues to to be so to not just myself but millions of others and um, so I wanted to pay tribute to her tonight on what would have been her 95th birthday she was an amazing character I mean she was a character I, I loved watching her and I loved watching interviews of her and to just talk about I mean she she would hold court she would hold court and she would bring all of us with her we were all her children that was the thing huh so Happy birthday, Dr. Maya Angelou. This is the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast and Unpleasant Dreams.